Hi guys, welcome back to the To All The Who podcast. This is none other than your host, Janelle Roberts. And first and foremost, I would just like to say I am so grateful and honored to have had this monumental journey with you guys. This has been a pivotal key moment in my life. Like, I'm not even kidding. Um, as most of you know, and if you don't know, this is actually our last episode of season one. This isn't a goodbye. It's a see you later. We are going to start back up our next season, April 3rd, which gives us about four to five weeks to get grounded and get everything situated. I can't even begin to explain how excited I am for season two. Now, season one was great. This is the origin story. So the OGs that were here first, thank you so much for being a part of this. But I cannot wait to share some of the guests that we're going to be having on next season. I can't even believe that some of the people that we we were able to get in contact with to come on to this it's insane we're going to be having actors like actual actors on our show we're going to be having um photographers we're going to be having a lot of amazing people that have been able to work in the industry people of color who have breakthrough and in and have done amazing amazing things and of course we're going to still have the journal entries here and there but i'm just so excited to elevate and to continue to grow down this path of the to all the people podcast the reason why this has been such a spiritual thing for me is because I have learned so much about myself throughout this process. Like, believe it or not, you guys have helped me a lot mentally. Like, I know I come on this podcast and I'm just here talking and I get the messages and the DMs all the time. But one thing that I do want to say is like the messages that you guys send me, sometimes I read that and I feel like so empathetic and I feel it on a deeper level because I know that this podcast, some of you said it's insightful, it's thought provoking, those kinds of things. But whenever you guys send me messages telling me how you're feeling and telling me what you're going through I immediately feel like this sense of like belonging and I know the people that listen to the to all the people podcast really struggle with these beliefs of isolation and not belonging and whenever you guys message me I it's reassurance that I'm not alone like really and truly and that's why I say it's been a spiritual thing it's very hard finding your voice it's very hard speaking out about things in lieu of backlash in fear of backlash and it took me a long time to to get to a point of saying you know what I don't care I'm gonna say what I want to say but I had to really learn how to get over myself last episode we talked about um, trauma and I brought my sister Summer on with me and that was just such an, a, a very like intense and amazing conversation that we've had. You know, clearly we still have to center ourselves a little bit, you know, just because we don't want to make certain people in our family dynamics upset, but it was just a very thought provoking conversation about how oftentimes when you're with a sibling, you're not allowed to have an emotional or a bond with them. You're not really allowed to have a relationship with them. If you grew up in a household where there was a lot of abuse, where there was a lot of competition and someone commented and said, sometimes parents who do triangularity, I hope I said that word right, are honestly oftentimes most dangerous and triangularity means that sometimes a parent will try to make your sibling um, try to get your sibling to agree with them and then it creates this real this really weird rivalry where you're not able to 
100% have like in-depth or real conversations and you're not really able to trust them. And when she said that, I really thought about how I, how I do feel that way in, in certain dynamics that I do have with another family member where, you know, whenever, whenever I say anything or whenever I like talk about what's going on in my personal life or whenever I talk about, you know, like the abuse at home, what they tend to do is they tend to run back and tell that person exactly what I said and it was really nice to have a conversation with my sister where we were able to just fully bond over our experiences without being disrespectful and one thing that I do want to highlight in today's episode is I want to talk about trauma bonds because we are wrapping up. You know, we've had Miss C come on talking about healing the mind, body, and spirit from trauma and how trauma can change your DNA. We have had um, none other than Nayeche Vincent talk about being one of the first black women working on Wall Street. We've had Imani, the, oh my gosh, I love Imani. She talks about being black and vegan and, and how she had to pave a way for herself and it was wasn't about veganism for her it was more so about the fact that she was losing family members to a certain diet that has been constrained and confined in communities of color she also talks about like the access of healthcare care in and all of that stuff i've had talia on who has become like in a weird way like a big sister to me like i love talking to talia she's a boss babe i love talking about friendships with her i love that we're both like-minded individuals i love her outlook on pcos i love how she honestly every day with her content teaches me to love my natural body so i am so excited and i am so blessed to have had the people come on to all the people podcasts even before it was a thing even before they knew what they were getting themselves into to believe in me and to support me and i'm just so thankful that you know it's just crazy to believe that my first episode that i ever came out with got 70 downloads to now that every episode i've come out with is getting almost 7,000 to 8,000 downloads like like in seven days I can't believe that like honestly like when I think about it I can honestly cry because there was just like I think a lot of us feel this way where it's really hard for us to be you know proud of ourselves and just happy for oh my god I'm getting emotional right now like while I'm talking about it I'm sorry you know growing up I was always afraid to I was always afraid to be vulnerable and I struggled with vulnerability like so badly because it's been very hard for me to have people around me. And the reason why it has been hard for me to have certain people around me is, is due to the trauma also due to the disappointment not even about them disappointing me but like what if i disappoint them what if i can't live up to to who they want me to be or who they expect me to be i used to think vulnerability was actually a downfall and now i'm learning that vulnerability is 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 actually my superpower it's 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 actually something that i need to further immerse myself in because vulnerability allows me to be human without the expectation of having to be perfect all the time without the expectation of having to equate my 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 lifestyle to my sense of self-worth to me it's not about how much money i'm making it's more so about how i am learning to love myself throughout the process i'm learning to use vulnerability as my superpower and to think that you guys actually care what I have to say? 
to think that you guys are actually listening. I never, ever, ever in my life want to be put on a pedestal. And I never in my life want to have like an, this arrogant like ideology that like I am this person that's doing this or that's doing that. I always want to be grounded and I always want to, to feel human. And I've said it multiple times, like just being out and about, it's been a really crazy thing because don't get me wrong. I love TikTok. I love Instagram. I love all of that. But to be known for my podcast, oh my God, like <laughs> it's like getting like a big warm hug from God. Like if that sounds crazy, like I feel like I'm getting a hug from God when I'm like on the elevator and someone says, I love your podcast. I listen to it when like literally I was at Ascension, like the coffee shop and there's this girl named CC and CC, if you're listening to this, I love you girl. And me and her had like a really like in-depth conversation one time when I went and then we, I followed her on social media. We followed each other and she came up to me recently and she was like, I love your podcast or the fact that like one of my favorite influencers, Lisa girl, I've been watching you for like the last five years. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Like to think that someone that I have been a fan of likes my podcast the fact that i have actual actors hitting me up to come on the pod y'all come on like what is going on what is life and that is a testimony that when it comes to whatever it is that you want to do do it and and i know sometimes it's very hard for us to fully believe in ourselves because it is very hard for us to look at our shortcomings as superpowers. So if you are going through anything in life right now, and if you're having a hard time, you know, balancing mental health and you're having a hard time balancing your career and your work, I think it's important for you to, to really like learn how to find beauty in it. And when I say find beauty in it, create something around that sadness and that's what the to all the people podcast has been for me that's what my testimony has been for me is to empower myself throughout this journey one thing in particular that i'm aiming to work on is to be a little less angry and i didn't even know i was an angry i mean i think you know, I've talked about, talked to you guys a lot of times about like how I had to learn how to get a, to get out of survival mode and learn how to, to operate from a place of love and that comes from inner child healing. I am still doing that. I am still actively working towards that. I had went and got a massage from Missy, my massage trauma therapist and you know, I've been having a lot of like pain in like my right shoulder and the right side of my body. I don't understand why I'm like, it's a carpal tunnel. I don't have time for carpal tunnel. I use my hands a lot. And she was breaking it down and she goes, you have like a lot of anger, like on the right side of your body. And I was like, what? It's like, you have a lot of anger. And as I move through these next couple of years and months in my life, I have decided that I am looking forward to furthering and expanding my mind and also getting to a point of not just living in my head, but just living fully. And, you know, to circle this back around to like the whole trauma bonds and stuff and the trauma relationships is 
sometimes it's really hard for us to have friendships with people that have not gone through the same thing as us. And I want you to understand that it is fully okay to take on new friendships and to take on new dynamics that doesn't require you to be a superhero. You know, I think when we have these trauma bonds, we spend so much time trying to save people and to live in our misery and to live in our pain that, you know, it kind of like, in a weird way, it kind of like mutes us. It kind of mutes our experiences and it hinders us from any other exposure. And when I think of being exposed, I think of being exposed to, to new things, you know, like even like recently I was just talking about how I would have never seen another light to my life if I wasn't exposed to something differently. I would have never thought that I could do the things that I do if I wasn't exposed to something differently. I would have never thought that I could do the podcast if I wasn't exposed to anything, to something differently. And that's why exposure is so important when it comes to your healing. If you're listening to this podcast, you are working towards healing. And do not give the To All The People podcast so much credit. We are excited. I am happy to be a part of your journey. A very small part. Because you're doing the damn thing. Like you're showing up for yourself. You're doing what you need to do. I'm just here. I'm just a sound voice. And I will continue to say that again. Healing to me is learning to embody whoever you are in that given moment. And that is why we have to kind of center ourselves and learn how to remove ourselves from things that remind us of trauma or cause traumatic experiences. Because when we've been programmed and when we've been trained to kind of put up with the same type of behaviors and the same type of people, the same type of abuse, the same type of, you know, microaggressions, the same type of, you know, kind of like passive aggressive comments, you know, the same type of negativity, what we are doing is without even realizing subconsciously is we are in train, we are training ourselves to expect the bare minimum from people. And that's why when it comes to our relationships, we cannot be bounded by trauma. Like, yes, having like-mindedness and having, you know, similar situations is important, but would you be friends with that person if you guys didn't have a shared trauma? And that's why I really loved having my sister Summer on because we had to learn how to have a relationship. You know, we didn't really know each other. Like, I know that sounds so crazy to say, like, we, we were, we were, in the same house we never had like any disagreements we never had any arguments but to be completely honest in full transparency I didn't even know who she was I'm like who who is a stranger like who is she like I don't I don't know if she got a boyfriend I don't know how school's going because there really was no room for us to fully and immersely get to know each other and when we talk about immersing ourselves on an on a journey of healing and a journey of love and a journey of light we have to be open to empowering ourselves through our shortcomings you know like when I think about some of the things that we've unpacked on this on this show I think about I mean there's a lot of things that comes that comes up for me and 
you know, as we move into the next season, I would love for you guys to just let me know, like, what are some of the things that you would like for me to talk about or some of the things that you would like me to highlight on or some of the things that you would like me to discuss. I would love for that. You guys can always contact at contact at to all the people media dot com. And I'm just really open to hearing your feedback into hearing, you know, how, you know, to all the people podcast has played a role and yada, 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 this and yada, 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 that. I'm very thankful for that. When we like think about like trauma bond, you know, some things you probably want to ask yourself is, you know, when you think about it, like for instance, like when you think about like trauma bond, for me at least, like, you know, we can all just use friends, for instance. Sometimes like I would, growing up, I would immediately like, just like, like someone like, I'd be like, oh, that's my girl. Like I gotta go hang out with her. But there wouldn't be anything that, that, that really made me like her it was just like this this energy or this level of attraction and i think sometimes when we instantly like someone or we instantly gravitate towards someone that could be a good thing but sometimes that instant attraction and that irresistible chemistry is because without us knowing it it's bounded by trauma and i think trauma bond can actually confuse what true love actually means you know the relationship with true love it starts with an attraction but most of the time that attraction leads to a curiosity. So it's more so like, what's going on with this? Like, I got to unpack them. I got to get to know them, you know, opposed to a trauma, trauma bond where it's just like right then and there, you know, who that person is, you know, everything they've gone through, you know, you know, this is and this and that. But I feel like true love starts with like a, an attraction and then a curiosity. And it's, it's about how we expand upon that curiosity. I'm not saying that like, you know, true love is like someone just, you know, instantly and stuff. Cause true love can go a good way or a bad way. It doesn't really matter, but true love kind of in a way starts with attraction and then curiosity because true love is, 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 is curiosity gives you the ability to learn more. Curiosity gives you more so like the ability to, to be open to, to, what this person is going through and like you know i've said this multiple times when luke's on the podcast we've talked about about like how we've been different people so i have to be curious all the time when i'm around him because we aren't bounded by trauma yeah we're bounded by experiences but we aren't bounded by trauma you know trauma bond can also be like sometimes the relationships can be incredibly physical and sexual and there's a lot of lust there because you know there's this deep desire to 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 please and you kind of are just kind of exchanging energy in this weird way like the energy is so elevated and this energy is so strong and that's like why when you're bounded by trauma whenever you fall out with that traumatic person that person has like a trauma bond it is like so intense like it's so explosive it doesn't even make sense like it doesn't make sense you know with true love the connection is physical it can be sexual and it can be emotional but it's also incredibly intellectual so you have a lot of those four key components you know because when i think about intense like sexual attraction and just physical intimacy physical intimacy is an amazing thing it's it's a beautiful thing you know when you first start dating someone and when you're first talking to someone you know you are very sexually attracted to them but somewhere down the line, when that sexual attraction starts to starts to fizzle out and depression starts to sink in and, and, and mental health starts to come into play and stuff, you know, 
because it wasn't built on intellectual and it wasn't built on, you know, real intimacy and it wasn't built on um, emotional, like an emotional level. What tends to happen is like we kind of just like want to wipe our hands clean with that person. Like I'm done because I'm not here to take you on. Like I'm not here to take you on opposed to someone that's a true love that's going to be open to you, you know, um, whatever you're going through in that, that time frame or that time period, like a true love will be there for you when you are just not it. Like when you're not feeling your best, when you're a hot ass mess, when the things that you're doing aren't making sense, when you're very depressed, when you're depleted, when you're low, a true love is someone that's going to be patient with you opposed to being with someone who is built on lust. And we have to understand the difference between lustful, lustful relationships and true love. Like, I mean, like lust to me, is like when I think of lust like I think of it as in a way as as I don't know I just think of it like as like a fire you know what I mean and and it's it's tamed right now and then once a fire spreads it's really hard to eradicate it it's really hard to 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 get rid of it and then when I think of true love I think of it as in a sense of of clarity I think of it as like water. I think of it as like hydration. I think of it as something that we need for everything. We need it for building foundations. We need it for our bodies. We need it um, when we're, you know, working out at the gym. We 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 need it. We need it throughout our life. I think of it as being a source, as opposed to something that is just a flame and that's just there and it's just hot and it's just ready. Trauma bonds to me, they kind of go through these really, really intense cycles of extreme highs and extreme lows. You know, true love to me is a relationship that is oftentimes like based on mutual respect, like a mutual understanding. And for me, at least, like, you know, whenever I was like depressed or when I was going through things, having sex was not at the top of my list. Like sexual intimacy was not at the top of my list. At the top of my list was like my mental health and I was depressed and I was sad but because you know when you find someone that that understands that they're not going to be sitting there nudging you saying well we haven't had sex in a while we haven't done this in a while because there's a there's a respect you know you want to be with someone that respects you not someone that looks at you like a damn like object you know in trauma bonds important conversations are avoided and in true love important conversations are a priority meaning we have to have conversations centered around mental health we have to have conversations centered around our relationship we have to have conversations centered around our bonds we have to have conversations centered around like do you want to have kids do you not want to have kids what is the expectation of this relationship do we want to be monogamous do we not want to be monogamous you know there has to be some truth and there has to be some identity around it you know trauma bond you know the relationship will oftentimes feel like an addiction that you are incapable of quitting opposed to true love where the relationship feels like an honor a privilege a choice where you can if you need to leave that relationship you can opposed to a trauma bond where oftentimes like it's a it's a codependent cycle it's it's the cycle of i need you all the time i need you here and in trauma bonds what tends to happen is people tend to break you down down to your 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 deepest core to to kind of put you in positions and places where you oftentimes think that you cannot function or feel or think or be without them when i think of intimate partners and intimate love I think of there having to be a way of seeing between the two now when I think of trauma bonds and family dynamics that is way more complex to me 
And if you are like me and you have family members in your family that you wish you had a more deeper and intimate relationship with, it is very hard to kind of realize that you might have to let that go. You might have to get rid of the idea that this will happen the way it will happen. You know, like, you know, sometimes like, you know, I talk about, you know, breaking free from generational cycles of abuse and, and getting away from like, you know, narcissism in my family and the narcissist in my family. And then sometimes like when I think about, you know, recently, the few times I've been around them, it's almost impossible for me to do it because sometimes like what tends to happen is because we are just so bonded by these traumatic experiences and this probably goes back to my therapist saying not my therapist my my trauma therapist saying that you know you need to try to like figure out what you're you need to try to like heal from anger it probably like I think my anger stems from the fact of not being heard and one thing that being with being around a narcissist has made me become is a person that is has a hard time being in a lot of like big social settings or being around people too often because I feel like I constantly have to conserve my energy and conserving my energy leads me to being in the survival mode which I am still healing and working through I think I've been doing a really good job lately but whenever I'm around like my narcissist for instance I don't really have anything to talk to them about and I don't really want to share anything and I don't really want to explain anything and anytime I've been around a narcissist or you know that narcissist person I don't really want them to be at the center of any of my relationships because they've already been at the center of my life. So when I think about like my siblings and stuff and how it's been hard for us to have a relationship, it's because that narcissist has been at the center of it all, which made it very hard for us to have a relationship because there's like a lot of that triangularity, that teaming up, that that you know like you need to you need to agree with me, we're mad at that we're mad at that child right now, we're mad at them right now. There's also been a lot of like just go 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 like I've talked a lot about like inconsistency, instability, um, constantly having to move around a lot, constantly, you know, you know, homelessness, that type of stuff. And then there's also the fact that like, you know, Summer talked about like she had a hard time seeing me as her sister. She saw me like as her mother. So there's a lot of that. And I think when we start very early on as a young child in a narcissistic household and not having bonds within our own like unique family dynamics, we tend to struggle in friendships and also relationships because it's just like, what is a relationship supposed to look like? What does a healthy relationship even mean? Because I don't even know what the hell that means. Like, where the hell am I supposed to begin with that? Like, where am I supposed to go with that? Like, you know, I'm just so used to people always wanting from me. I'm just so used to my world and my life revolving around them. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. Like, like, what do you mean? Like, I need to have, like, my own sense of pride. What do you mean I need to have, like, my own money without sharing it? What do you mean I need to, like, I get to have my own apartment? It's just, like, we don't even know what that shit means because we've been spending so much time trying to be someone for other people. And I oftentimes think about, like, how I had to really learn like my relationship with women growing up because I grew up in a house full of women and so when I think about you know my my like the friendships that I would take on I would take on friendships with girls that reminded me of like my family dynamics which were not the healthiest and I know that sounds crazy but that was what I did 
when I think about like one of like the first guys I ever talked dated, I've never talked about this, but you know, watching them like become like be physical with me and stuff and just, you know, peer pressuring me to do things that I didn't want to do. I know I never highlight on this. Maybe I will in season two, but you know, I did date a guy that would peer pressure me and, and, you know, you know, trick me into doing things that I normally wouldn't do. I'm not talking about like anything like crazy, but I mean, just like when it came down to like, you know, like, you know, losing, you know, my virginity and stuff. Like, I felt like I was tricked into doing that when it comes down to like this person, like kind of being aggressive with me and like just doing aggressive things. These are all things that I witnessed growing up, you know, witnessing growing like my first, you know, um, interaction with a man was a man being very like aggressive and a very violent because that's what I watched. And so to think that one of like my first relationships were based on the precinct of abuse, it took me a very long time to to really learn how to heal from that and also to be in a relationship with someone that was just like uh-uh you got the wrong one like I'm not into that physical stuff I'm not into that that aggression I'm not into that you know and I really had to learn I really had to unpack and then even when it came to like trauma bonds and friendships and with some of these friends that I've had growing up I had to let go of those girls that reminded me of the traumatic or the trauma bonds that I had at home and you know a lot of the girls I would be friends with like growing up they would be so rude like just would say passive aggressive things would say micro aggressive things would would you know demean me would put me down and I just thought that was okay because that was what I saw growing up like that's what I experienced growing up and I've said multiple times like the power of being in solitude so I would just be so desperate to to have people like me or to have people see me or and not even just be seen or be flashy or be showy or be over the top. But like I would just want to fit in so badly with people at the expense of my mental health and at the expense of my self-worth that I never really fully understood like the real life damaging like effects it had on me. And one thing that I've been really prioritizing and working on is learning to to be kind to myself throughout the process but also educating myself throughout the process and you know with the recent podcast when I did god why am I so lonely like I literally woke up with one of the most heaviest hearts ever because I've said it multiple times throughout this experience of healing there will be a lot of moments where you feel so alone like you honestly will feel like you're on your own little island like you will feel so isolated and I don't have a full answer to the loneliness that you feel in the process of healing because there is a lot of spiritual warfare as I've said multiple times but all I can say is you know you have to kind of cut off those relationships and those dynamics that are not serving you you just have to like it's it's the best thing that you can do for yourself and sometimes we don't want to get rid of people because we don't want to be alone but it's just like wouldn't it make more sense to let go of someone that is actually wringing you dry someone that is actually putting you down someone that actually is actually you know an energy vampire a succubus as i like to say you know you're not meant to just be a a personal outlet for someone where they just come in and plug themselves in and just zap your battery no that's not how it's supposed to be 
You should not ever be around people that drain you. You need to be around people that actually invigorate you, that actually make you feel good. And not traumatic people that give you very small, euphoric, happy moments. You need to be around people that bring you joy, that bring you long-standing joy. And that joy comes from within. And when Imani came on the podcast, she talked very in-depth about how she does not prioritize happiness in her life. Instead, she prioritizes joy because joy is long-standing. Joy will be here when the lights are cut off. Joy will be here when the bills ain't being paid. Joy will be here when your significant other chooses to walk out of your life. Joy will be here when you feel like shit. Joy will be here when when you don't even know what's going to happen because you've been practicing and you've been building yourself up to these these moments to these massive moments of many highs and many lows that you will know how to balance and find balance within. The point of life, and I truly believe this, is to learn how to find balance because things are going to happen all the time. And I think that if you build yourself up mentally strong, if you build yourself up strong enough, and I'm not even saying like going to the gym and working out. I feel like if you prioritize who you are and, and, and prioritize what you want and prioritize your dream and try to move in the best way possible as a human, prioritize therapy, prioritize mental health. I truly believe that when those bad days come, hell yeah, they going to suck. Them bad days going to suck because them, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, them bad days be whooping my ass sometimes. I'm not even kidding. But what tends to happen is I let that, I let it ride. I'm like, I'm going to let this ride. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be upset for a couple of hours. I may be upset for a couple of days. I, you know, this is going to bother me a little bit, but what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to allow this to change the trajectory of my life. Yeah, this sucks right now. This is not it. This, this, you mean to tell me I gotta, I gotta take a semester off from college? Are you serious? You mean to tell me that I'm gonna lose the apartment that I worked so hard for? You mean to tell me that I'm gonna be laid off from work? Are you serious? This is the job that I've been working towards my entire life. You mean to tell me that I'm getting another rejection? You mean to tell me that, damn, like, I have a family member that's sick? It's like, why does this keep happening? It's just not fair. How do I bounce back from these these large, massive things that are happening in my life? I'm not hurting anyone. I'm moving with grace. I'm moving with love. I'm not putting anyone down. Why is this shit constantly happening to me? I'm over here on my own little island minding my business. Why does this happen? And I think it's okay to ask why. But I think it's important to also put in after a why because. It's happening because... There is something better. It's happening because this job was actually distracting me from what it is that I actually want to do. My my college, you know, taking a semester off. Are you serious? It's happening because there is something bigger for me. 
It's happening because maybe I just need to save a little bit of money. It's happening because maybe I just need to prioritize my mental health. It's happening because maybe I'll get a full ride scholarship that next semester. We have to put a because somewhere when we're doing that why analysis that we get so wrapped up in our head about. That why, why, why me? Why me? This isn't fair. Why, 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 why? The moment we put a because in it, the moment we put a because or maybe a maybe, then we are able to kind of change the the trajectory of the way that we're thinking in those moments. And I know it's very hard to do that when we have these life-altering events that happen, but sometimes you have to sit there and play the game in your head. And you have to sit there and play angel's advocate where you sit there and you say, maybe this is happening because of this. When we get very deep rooted and we learn to rid ourselves of the trauma bonds and the trauma relationships that we have, I think we get a lot more clarity about where we're supposed to be and where we're going. You know, even when I talk about doing like the manifestation and planning out your goals and stuff, there are some moments where I wake up in in the day and and there's something else to add to the list. So things will happen constantly and consistently and things will change and there will be a lot of things that don't make sense. And we can sit all day and say, why, 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 why? And we can get in our head about it and keep going, why, 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 why? But sometimes there has to be a little bit of rationale behind the why. And yes, it's totally fine to be emotional and feel it, you know, but once we get that emotional and that intellectual and that understanding and kind of in a way like, I'm trying to like find the right word to say it, but once we get in that, that groove of allowing ourselves to feel everything that we're feeling and then moving past that feeling to focus more so on a logical way of thinking or a logical explanation, then that's different. You know, and as we move through like this recession, you know, there will be a lot of people suffering and it's really not fair. Like when I really think about it, it's really not fair that that, you know, some of us are working so hard towards these career paths that some of us have been, you know, pushing through persevering. Some of us are, you know, the the main character, like the main person doing all the work on these assignments, the main person showing up and doing this and y'all are going to lay me off. It's not fair. It's not fair at all. And I just think about how. Life just won't make sense. And, you know, I'm still trying to figure it out, but I'm learning to to move in grace. I'm also just in my head about the fact that this is like the last episode of season one. And, God, there's so many memories and so many moments that I can't even get over that I've gotten to share with you guys. And I think, you know what, I'm going to have to wrap up this last and final journal entry of season one. Um, I'm just really excited, y'all. 
I'm so excited. And please, if you haven't, please, please, please leave a review. Please be following the To All The People podcast. I, and please follow it on social media and Instagram, please. Because over the next month, like while we take a break, there's going to be so many cool things that are happening. I am coming out with a merch line for To All The People. I want to get that out as soon as possible. So if you haven't already, please follow the To All The People podcast on Instagram. I'm going to be up uploading like recent clips of this i'm going to be doing questionnaire eventually i want to come up with a website basically this break i don't want you to think that i'm just running away and be like i need a break i'm tired i'm exhausted no i really need a break because i'm really trying to take to all the people podcasts to another level and i just feel like i haven't had much time to do that I will also be posting weekly on my YouTube, Janelle Roberts, so you guys can check me out there. If you if you just miss your girl a little bit, I'll be on YouTube, and you already know I'm going to have my little TED Talks because you know I can't shut up or be quiet, so I will be there too. But I just want you to know that I am so grateful for all of y'all. Y'all have no idea how you have changed my life, and as I've said multiple times, I'm not getting paid to do the To All The People podcast. And I can't even talk about the importance of longevity. I really can't because I've been consistent with this because I love doing it. Like, I love it so much. And to be honest, editing and, and you know, recording, it eats up probably like, it eats up a lot of my time. I'm not going to lie. I'm not mad at it. I'm very thankful for it. But that's why I always say, make sure you do what you love because then when you're doing what you love, it isn't a job. It isn't a job because you get to do it every day. You know, you get to wake up and do it. So this week off will give me some time to this week off. Sorry, this month off will give me some time to really focus and reel in on to all the people podcast and the next big thing that we're having up. And ah, I'm just so excited, y'all. Um, thank you so much for listening to the final episode. Like I said, this is not a goodbye. This is a see you later. This is a see you next week. You know, not next week, next month. So I'm so excited. I'm going to be in New York actually um, shooting some really cool content. So I'm going to have some really cool people I get to interview there. Then I'm making my way to L.A. You might see some of your favorite influencers on this podcast, too. You know, there's a lot of conversations that I'm so looking forward to having, like conversations about colorism, you know, conversation about photography, conversations about working in media and film, you know, because I'm, I'm learning that a lot of the people that listen to this are my artsy girlies and I'm also artsy. Um, so I'm really excited to kind of, you know, integrate that into the Tall the Hue podcast, a lot of mental health, a lot of that more in-depth conversations. So Tall the People podcast is going on a world tour, baby. We're going on a world tour. The YouTube is going to be updated better. Um, yeah, so just please follow us on socials just so you can just be up to date over the next couple of weeks. Um, it's the To All The People podcast. Um, I love you guys so much. Like, you know, I'm corny. I'm cheesy, whatever. I don't, I do not care. I just want you guys to know that I love you all so much. And I try my hardest to respond to everyone. And honestly, there are... This sounds crazy as hell, but there are some of y'all that I know. 
like jade stone music girl i see you like they're like honestly like this sounds crazy like i really do like remember people a lot like i have very good memory so i see you i remember you i know exactly who you are so i just want to say thank you too so much for joining the to all the people fam i cannot wait for ah, i'm so excited for season two because season one was great but i think season two is gonna eat up season one like i hate just we're gonna still be talking about all that generational stuff we are we are we are but y'all it's gonna eat it up like it's gonna you're gonna hear from people that you is that you are aspiring to to not be like but aspiring to to you know in the fields that they're in you're aspiring to be in those kind of fields so that's why i said email me at contact at all the people media.com and you just let me know the type of stuff that you guys would like to see because i can probably try to squeeze that into the podcast but yeah girl y'all we're gonna have actors what actors are you serious janelle you know let me stop let me let me let me just let me let me just go and log off all right but i love you guys so much oh last thing too this is i'm just talking i can't say goodbye because i don't want to leave but i gotta leave but um I'm also working on something very, very big right now. So this month also gives me time to just really focus on that, which is also going to benefit to all the people, if that makes sense. So I just want to say thank you guys so much. I love y'all so much. Ah, be on the lookout for season two dropping April 3rd. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you haven't already, please be sure to check out A World Without Borders. It is linked in my bio. Love you guys so much. I'll see you later.